It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Ramenda. We're at SAP Center at San Jose, and I really mean that. We're not at Sharks Ice for the morning skate because the team is here at the rink that they skate on at night, and maybe that'll make a change as the Sharks face off against the St. Louis Blues for the very first time this year. Drew, I think it's interesting. A few years ago, the San Jose Sharks always skated at SAP Center for home games on the day of the game, always. And the theory is, and I believe in this, you want to be on the ice that you're going to play on. So you check the boards, you check the condition of the ice, you get into the mood of what the way the glass plays, everything and get into the feel of it. But then Pete DeBoer, when he was coach of the Sharks in 2015-16, had his team on a, on a bad stretch at home. Things were not going well. They were playing well on the road. And so what he ended up doing was he said, let's just practice at, at Sharks Ice. And then they won the game. And then they started winning more games. And then it became uh, a tradition, basically. Uh, briefly, when Bob Bugner was here, he went back to practicing here. Again, went, ended up back at Sharks Ice, and things were better. Um, you think that maybe that's part of this? <laughs> I believe, like you do, that if the, the rink I'm going to play on is the rink I want to practice on. Period. End of discussion with me because of all what you, what you talked about. That that is the important to me. I want to be familiar in my home. Um, the, the other aspect of them, though, practicing at shark sites all the time is that the team facilities are bigger. The team facilities are more abundant. The, uh, the, training, the training staff has a, a better facility there for the guys. Plus, they don't have to work as hard moving all the equipment. Right, right. So I'm with you, though. If you, if you play here, I would like to see them practice here. But if they win tonight, and I'm not saying that hockey players or hockey coaches are a superstitious lot, it wouldn't surprise me to come, when is it, uh, next week, whenever the Sharks get back after their short road trip, that they would be practicing here in the morning. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. I've seen it a zillion times. And it kind of reminds me of another story that we've told here before, but I think it, it's appropriate to tell it again. Um, the discussion in the coaches' room, and I believe it was a game against the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis, when the coaches were trying to say that the reason why things went well was because of the decision they made to walk underneath the building or across the ice? Yeah. So the f we're in St. Louis, and we never won in St. Louis. Ever, ever won in St. Louis. And it was the 93-94 season. Great season that it was. Uh, Kevin Constantine, head coach, was a very, very superstitious man. He, he covered as many bases as he could in that regard. I am not. I'm completely off. You're the anti-superstition. Anti-superstitious guy. I, a man who believes in superstition does not believe in his own abilities. So I was, I was never ever about that. But, but Wayne Thomas 
was a little bit too. Goalie. The goalie. Kevin goalie too. Exactly. So first period, St. Louis is up if I remember correctly. Second period, we come back and we tie it. And I come in the dressing room from the from the upstairs position, Vasily and I, and we're talking, okay, what about this, 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 and this, like we do. We bring down the information that we see. And Kevin goes, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He goes, Wayne, did we come back in that period because we walked underneath the stands instead of going across the ice, which we did in the first period? Or is it because we changed it up and we have to change it up again? Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's exactly. And so me being, you know, as you know, calm, cool, and collected guy, that right. I lose my freaking marbles and I start yelling at them both to the point that they start giggling giggling like school children that they're you know getting something behind the teacher I'm so mad at them for it it hit me I'm screaming and bombing every F word I can and we end up winning that game here's the question do you think that they really were superstitious to the max, or do you think they were playing with you? I think they were screwing with me is what I think they were doing. <laughs> because I believe they walked back underneath, and uh, that's why we won it. But I think they were just messing with me by that time. How many times do coaches do that, to, to insert something like that, to just change up the mood? I mean, I remember another story you talked about where uh, you told the players there was like a 45-minute video, and you put it on the scene from Major League, and yeah. then they then they loosened up. Yeah, well, that was the that was the losing streak video, um, and honestly, we were just trying to do something to get their head out of it. So a lot of times you do. A lot of times you do something like a coach. A coach will go a little crazy on the bench just to shake the guys up, or he'll make a joke on the bench just to just to loosen the guys or change the mood. Coaches do it all the time. That's what fascinates me about coaches is that the guys who are really, really good have that ability to read when they've got to change it up. I was told a story about Al Arbor, the great Islander coach, that he could walk through the dressing room and know in an instant whether his team was going to be ready or not. Like he'd walk in and he'd look at his, he'd look at his assistant coaches and go, what do you, what do you think? And they go, I don't know if we're ready now. He goes, no, we're good. Because they would all walk through. John Tortorella told his guys, stop with the computers, put them down before the game, walk through the room, get a feel of the guys, understand what they are, find the pulse of the team. That was when he was in Columbus. He talked about that all the time. Because we get too caught up in the X's and O's and our screens and everything else. You've got to find out what is making your guys tick. You've got to find out what's, what guys are, are feeling. Because feeling has a lot to do with this game and being successful in it. The emotions are a big part of it, and that, that brings us kind of full circle to where we are right now with the Sharks. Several losses in a row now, three. Uh, let's see what the Sharks can do against the team. It's really strong up the middle. I'm looking at their center iceman, yeah. Robert Thomas, Braden Shen, uh, the key to the team in your opinion because yeah. he's from Saskatoon. Yes. But Kevin Hayes and Oscar Sundfist, those four center icemen, looking at them, they're big, they're strong, they're both bulky there. I think that if Craig Berube were to pick four centers, I don't think he'd pick any other ones, the kind of guy he is. Absolutely. This team, they started out slow, but this team is starting to really come on. They beat the Lightning 5-0. They hammered the Avalanche. Uh, the Avalanche looked like they were rebounding. Um, but this is a big physical team, and they play fast. They got a good group of defensemen move the puck out of the zone. This is going to be a really tough night for the Sharks. Um, but talking to David Quinn earlier today, as we do always, always on game day, 
like the try is there with the team. The effort is there. The intensity is there with the exception of those two games. Most of the year, their attitude has been really, really good. Their attitude's going to have to be so strong and they're going to have to be so resilient tonight in order to be successful. It's funny, you know, you look at, at their lineup and the centers jump out at me. But these defensemen, oh, they're big, tall trees. Justin Falk is a heck of a player. Colton Pareko, Nick Letty. Nick Letty can really still move. Marco Scandella's on their third pair. He blocks shots all the time. And yeah. I think these other, Tori Krug and Perunovic are offensively minded. Yeah, Krug, beautiful assist last game. Um, he is, they move the puck out of their zone pretty well because they're, they're all, they can all move. Like Colton Preco got a goal last game. So, oh my goodness, Danny, that, that kid's a player. I always like Colton Preco. Shoots the hell out of the puck. And he's like six foot six. That's this is a group where the Sharks are going to have to be willing to take some punishment in order to get the goals. What about the idea that they have to balance that aggressive nature with being disciplined? I mean, penalties oh, yeah, yeah, were really, really bad in the third period against Florida. It basically changed the whole complexion of the game. Yeah, absolutely changed the game. And, and Mark Edward Vlasic's penalty was, was an example um, of, of you, you're trying to do the right thing, you're trying to pressure everything, but then you stick your leg out and trip a guy. And the penalty kill has been, been, giving, has been killing the Sharks. Um, the game in Anaheim, Zetterland and Knizhov take two penalties that are penalties, as you say, of commission rather than omission, but you, you can't take those penalties. You can't cheat on plays. Mark Edward Vlasic cheated on a play. Zetterlin cheated on a play. You can't overdo it on a hit. You can't grab a guy. You've got to be 100% structured in your head about this is what I can and can't do. And you have to make sure, as much as you can, be on the right side of the guy. Don't cheat because you're not moving your feet. That's a poem that I think we're going to take right to the ice surface tonight. Don't cheat because you've got to keep moving your feet. And we're going to be on the air at 7 o'clock with our Sharks warm-up pregame show. Brett Hedekin and I will have the call tonight on the Sharks Audio Network, and we hope to see you there. Until then, that is our morning skate for the day. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.